doing their summit really started with our program, mm-hmm. our two comic club X program that we told you about. Yeah, way back when, if you mm-hmm. started listening to these podcasts early on, you binge listened or you've been keeping up with us. Yeah, we talked about this program, this two comic club X program. Right, that we're paying for. And the first three months is all about your summit. Have you ever stopped and asked yourself, is this what I really want to be doing with my life? We have, and the answer wasn't what we expected. Hi, I'm Margaret. And I'm Stetson. We made a really big decision to do a complete rebrand of our four-year-old relocations company. New look, new business model, the works. Some people might think we're crazy. Do you? But it's what we needed to do in order to better align ourselves with our goals for our company. In this podcast, we talk about not only our journey through rebranding, but all things business. Marketing, building your client base, social media. In fact, there is never an end to the topics we will discuss here. So we invite you now to sit back, take notes, and enjoy the One Crazy Journey podcast. Hey, welcome to the One Crazy Journey podcast. We are at episode number 14. Hi, so excited to have you with us. Before we get started, don't forget to subscribe to the One Crazy Journey podcast and give us a rating. We had one of our first, I don't know. Yeah, what do you call Ratings, that? I guess. Or a, a review. A review, review. Um, on Apple Podcasts. It was really fun to, to hear from you guys and see what you're liking about the podcast. So make sure you do that. We'll, we will shout you out on our One Crazy Journey podcast Instagram. And make sure you're following us over there. And if you want to keep up with our rebrand and behind the scenes of our company, you can follow us at everything.envy. There's a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. And speaking of behind the scenes, boy, we have a lot going on behind the scenes right now, don't we? Yeah. And this is one of our first solo episodes in a long time too. We've had a lot we of don't really have a, awesome We don't guests. have a guest today. We've had so much fun though, like lining those up and talking to all these awesome business owners. We've learned so much from them, haven't we? Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. And we just have, I mean, a lot going on and we're going to catch you up today on that. But first... What's been going on with our personal lives? I just came back from the coast, which was really fun this weekend. I'd say you had a better, more fun I know, sorry. I left I you behind to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, my weekend was just kind of so-so. We just, my biggest highlight was going to Ashland to get coffee at Mix. I'd say that yeah. was the event of the weekend. Otherwise, yeah, I was hunkering down, working a little bit. I know, I took the weekend off. I did bring my computer, but I didn't open it. <laughs> but you kind of just got to, you know, give yourself some personal time to chill. Yeah. Or you're going to drive yourself crazy if you just work all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to Port Orford with my sister, her husband, my niece and nephew and my boyfriend and spent two nights over there. And that was really fun. We went agate hunting on Agate Beach. Oh my gosh. And we found like so many agates. I could not believe the photos I was seeing of the sharing of all Mm -hmm. of the agates, like day one agates, day two agates. Oh my, I was thinking, are there any agates left on the beach is what went through my mind. (laughs) Right? There was, yeah, my sister was there for like 10 days. So she found like so, I mean, hundreds. And she is quite the agate finder. She's so good at finding it. And they're beautiful, all different shades. Yeah, I like beach agates better than river, river agates because they're, they're prettier, so huh? much prettier. Yeah, yeah. The river agates are like, they're like, oh yeah, they're okay. But they're- yeah, it's fun when you find them and they're yeah. harder to find for sure. Yeah. Because at the beach, I mean, it was every couple seconds. We're like, oh, found one, found one. Yeah. They're once you find smaller. one, you start to find more, huh? Yeah. And they're a lot smaller than river agates, but like, they're just so cool. There's like red ones, green ones, like purple ones, pink ones, like every single color. And they look like not like jewels. almost. Yeah. 
I remember being abandoned for a weekend with a bunch of my gal pals and we went agate hunting and the first time it took me like an hour and a half to find the first agate. See, but then once I found them, then I knew what I was looking for. See, no, remember I wasn't that I there. And I was thinking about this when we were going agate hunting because we went, one of our friends growing up used to have a beach house in Bandon, right? And yeah, so we went the there for house. one of her yeah. birthdays. Yeah, that's right. I forgot we, we went agate hunting with you girls too. No, we didn't do it because we're like, this is boring. Oh, and we were like, why do they seem like, like we wanted to watch movies, like text our oh. friends. I mean, we're like, you know, 11 or something, 12. Yeah, was, but no, was I was like, now I understand why it's so fun. Like, <laughs> that's right. Was it just the moms? Down yeah. There? And you guys came back. You're like, look at how many agates we found. We're like, wow. Like, let's try to make us feel make good. dessert or something, you know, <laughs> like we didn't care at all. But now we now get it. See, yeah. It's addicting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even really know what an agate is, but they're really pretty. You know, if we were a geologist, well, I know the ones. Know. I know the ones up by the river, like from volcanic, like volcanic something. Yeah, some and, volcanic something creates these agates. But on the beach, they. I don't know. Maybe it's the same, but because they tumble around in the ocean, I don't know. But they're so pretty. Yeah. So that was really, really fun. And, and you got then, to be with the, well, my grandkids, your niece and nephew, but. I know that's always weird when we're talking about it. Yeah. They're that so was super, cute. super fun. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, we just hung out. We ate a lot of good food. We ate some clam chowder, of course. And then we actually went crab hunting for the first time ever. I'm not really a big seafood person. Like I don't really, I would never order it at a restaurant. Yeah. I think Stetson ate too much seafood when she was growing but up. The other day though. And I've talked about the Ahi Tower before on the podcast, but I had, I ordered the Ahi Tower again oh, when you from that restaurant just Mora? for dinner. I was like, I have to get the Ahi Tower. That's like the first, probably an only thing I will ever order from a restaurant is the Ahi Tower. Yeah. It's so good. But I love sushi. <laughs> so I'll eat like crab and stuff like that and sushi, but by itself, eh. You my, went crabbing though. We went crabbing. So my sister's husband was like, oh, I want to do this. Like we got to go crabbing. So we got the whole thing where we were staying. They had... Did you have to get one of those crab cages? They things? had it where we were staying. Oh, in the Airbnb. at the Airbnb where you were mm -hmm. at? Oh, so you just take it down there and put yeah, we just, bait in there or whatever you We put had in. to get chicken, raw chicken. Oh, I is, guess, that what, is that what they go for? Yeah, raw chicken. Who knew? Yeah, and so <laughs> we went down to the pier and we dropped it over and... It's interesting because you can only keep certain sizes of crabs and the males. And it's weird because you can tell what the, if you look at their, if you turn them over, you can tell what's a female and what's a male. Really? By the shape of their, their little shell? Their shell thing. Yeah. Oh. So it's interesting, but you can, but you have to measure them. So we only got one crab after oh. like a couple hours, but it was still really fun. Yeah. And it's like an adrenaline rush when you're like, you drop the cage over How and you wait. How long does it take? It just depends. It depends, I guess. There's we had a cage, so when they go in, they can't come they can't out. Can't get out, huh? Yeah. Yeah, and then certain, and then other people had like nets, so you kind of have to go down and go up pretty quickly because otherwise they might crawl out. I see. Yeah. So it was kind of an <laughs> adrenaline rush, addicting too. What I liked is seeing the video of Dominic eating crab, like you know, because he, like, he saw mm, it. He nah. saw it alive earlier, and now he's thinking, hmm, "I'm not sure about this." And he's not quite three. He'll be three here in a and couple it's of weeks. Like, Ugh. But you know, I can and take it or leave crab, crab myself. And there's a whole crab on your table. Yeah. And you break it open with the eyes. I just can't. Like my husband, Mike loves crab, but no. for me, I always say it, it's a waste on me because I don't appreciate it. I, I didn't grow up eating it. I don't have appreciation for it. I mean, like you, I'll eat it in a piece of sushi or something, but if it's yeah. there. But yeah, I'm not like, ooh, let's go get some See, crab. But I can't. some people are like, oh my gosh, it's the best thing on earth. Yeah. But and like cracking open the shells, like they love <laughs> it. I'm such like, a messy thing. I did have one bite of it because I was like, I have to try it. Yeah. I did not like it oh, really? at all. Was that the first time you'd had it that way? Just plain fresh crab? I'm sure I've had it. 
I'm sure I've had it sometime when I was younger, but I don't remember. Yeah. And, and like your dad can't eat crab. He's got an allergy to it. I know. And lobster too. Right. But yeah. we're fine. I can eat almost anything. And my brother, I think Thaddeus loves crab, but maybe he doesn't like it like cracking it open in bodies. Uh, if it has eyes, I'm like, no. If it has eyes and it's looking at you on your plate with eyes, you're not doing it. I'm not doing it. If it's in a sushi and it's cut up a little piece, oh, that's perfect. But if it has eyes or claws or anything, legs, like, not doing it. I can't. <laughs> I can't so do funny. it. Yeah. So, anyways, that was really fun. And then I talked last week about the house. Oh, and we yes. are hearing back today any minute. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's a process because it's for she's sale by owner. for that message to come through any time now. Yeah. So it's for sale by owner. It's kind of confusing, but no, I haven't heard back on that house. And so next week you will be able to hear if I got it or not. <laughs> it's just confusing. Yeah, the next I mean, episode. now I see why people are like, why? Yeah. Like buying a house is a process. It definitely is. Especially when there's like barely any houses. It's a crazy journey buying a house. And there's not very and many houses for a house. out right now either. Yeah, hunting for a house in Southern Oregon's been very interesting because the inventory is very low. Mm-hmm. And so when you, houses do come up on the market, if it's one that you are remotely interested in, they're like gone. Oh yeah, they're you have sold. to do like above asking too. Yeah, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like the which offer is, comes at this price, but you have to bump up your offer just yeah, in like hopes a full, to get like noticed. Yeah, full price is not. It's not going to cut no. it. No. Full price. Yeah, no. I remember seeing this when we lived in Hawaii. It was the same thing. Yeah. Like you have to outbid everybody mm-hmm. if you want to get a house. We never did buy a house. And even just renting a house, you kind of have to outbid everybody. Oh, yeah. And renting here. At the here, time we were there. There's no. You can't rent a house here. There's, there's like three. Oh, really? Or maybe rent. even less. Oh, oh yeah. If you're lucky if you find a, a house to rent. So anyways, that's... So she had all this fun stuff going on over the weekend. And I just, like I said, just went coffee and it was kind of rainy and but it was fun so I don't know I see the coast was so weekend. pretty the weather the weather was Gorgeous perfect and it well <laughs> we went there in the morning to the beach and then it started hailing <laughs> and so then so we ran back to the car and then at like one it was absolutely perfect blue not sky. windy yeah blue skies and it was like the perfect I guess isn't hunting. that funny on the coast things the storms come and go mm-hmm. or the rain comes and goes so quickly yeah 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 so that was fun and then I mean just work yeah, boy, we've been we've been working a lot. We've been hunkering down, spending a lot of time on computers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think like, and we've been talking about our summit for a while, and so we're finally it's finally it's almost done. Yeah, it's going to launch on October twenty eighth, and we're excited to talk about it because we think it's such a, a the the summit is such a cool idea, and it's mm-hmm. such a cool concept to like launch your business. Like if you're new or if you're like feeling like you're kind of stuck and you don't know really like what you want to do, like a summit. Yeah. A summit is what you want to do. Yeah. And you can do it yourself. It's, it's work, but it's, it's not hard work. It's just tedious work. I mean, it takes a lot of motivation. Definitely. You definitely like it's not have for the to faint be a of heart. self-driven. Yeah. You have to, to be one of those people yourself, that are yeah. going to push yourselves and be like, we know it's going to pay off. It's not going to pay off yet. But once it's up and live, it's going to. So we're putting on a moving summit again, two days, cross our fingers, <laughs> October 28th, <laughs> everything will be done. So we're, I mean, we're lining up. We have 24 speakers right now. We might have 25. Mm-hmm. And then, so <laughs> the next two weeks, it's all interviews because we're recording this podcast early. But yeah. The next yeah. two weeks is all so interviews, slammed. funnels, yeah. video workbooks, editing, editing, emails, mm-hmm. like every single thing you could possibly think of. But I think it really, doing their summit really started with our program. 
mm-hmm. two comical of X program that we told you about. Yeah, way back when, if you mm-hmm. started listening to these podcasts early on, you binge listened or you've been keeping up with us. Yeah, we talked about this program, this two comic club X program. Right, that we're paying for. And the first three months is all about your summit. Now, Russell Brunson swears by this because again, he's like, it doesn't matter who you are. If you don't have an audience, if you don't have a following, if you don't have an email list, you can do a summit and be successful in your business. And it will do all those things for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the main goals of the summit is to build up your email list. And we've been talking about this so much, especially... Um, Especially after hacking, our situation with, yeah, getting hacked. Getting hacked and also talking to Liz Jenkins about her, you know, email getting hacked. Like you don't really own anything except for your email list. And mm-hmm. even that, like after hearing Liz, I'm like, I don't even know if that's safe. I know. <laughs> but I forgot what I was going with that. What was I talking about? Oh, about just Summit and how it... Oh yeah, building up your yeah, email list and we, also building up your audience yeah. and then connecting with, you know, all of these amazing speakers and other business owners. So that's what we're doing, which has been really, really fun. So ours is the moving summit. So basically, I mean, the first thing you want to you wanna decide is what do you want to be known for? And for us is we want to be known as the relocation people. Because that's know? what we do. Exactly. Yeah. So you want to pick a title that you know what you want to be known for. So if you're you know, a real estate agent, obviously you want to do something around real estate. If you're an organizer, you want to do something about you know, organizing, et cetera. Yeah, maybe you're a rock hound and you want to be known for your experience area of expertise. Oh yeah, that list goes Studying on. rocks. Right? Or like, yeah, yeah agate hunting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the list you, goes on and but on. You could do some of you, the agate hunting. You could do some of that, yeah. But yeah, the list just goes on. For every, anybody, if mm-hmm. you decorate cupcakes, you're a balloon oh, animal and the, guy. And there's no limit. There's no like cutoff to where you're like, eh, you probably shouldn't do a summit. It doesn't matter what, what business you're in you can do a summit. Like your husband was watching like a cooking summit. Yes. Yeah. Mike's watching a cooking summit and that, in fact, he's still watching the little program that he bought from and he loves it. But yeah, he watched the cooking summit. Mm -hmm. And it was a free event, right? Yes, it was. But then you have like all these little things you can give more value to. So you want to decide what you want to be known for. So for us, those relocations, it's moving. That's what we really want to be known for. And then you decide, you know, your topic of like what it's going to be about. So obviously you're a real estate agent, you can be like, oh, how to maximize the sale of your home or something like that. So ours is just like how to have a successful move from beginning to end Mm -hmm. and also setting up a home that you actually love and styling your home. So we have all of these awesome speakers, but you want to break down so it's very specific. Yeah. So you attract the audience that you want to attract. And you also want to make sure that your speakers don't compete with one another, I guess is the best way to put it, so that they have their own area of expertise. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the real estate world, you don't necessarily want to have a bunch of real estate agents come on and be your speakers because they're not going to add value to your summit, but maybe well, you Well, if you want... break up the topics, they will. They Yes, that's right? true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess... What am I saying? That's I'm, I'm like getting all side. Well, no, no, but, but it is true though. But you want to make sure that your speakers are speaking on s- different topics. Yeah, different topics. Because again, like you don't want all you know the same speakers speaking on the exact same thing, and then yeah, like, like you not said, all like they talk have to about feel like they have to the compete house. and all that stuff. Yeah. Like that's not what you want to do. Right. But right. if you had a bunch of real estate agents that could talk on getting obtaining a loan or mm-hmm. how to stage a house, right. how exactly. to hire you know certain resources that you need, or you know maybe there's. All, there's all kinds of topics in every area and you just make sure you have a big variety of topics. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So it's deciding what you want to be known for, getting like your underlining topic, and then looking for speakers to fill whatever those are. So for us, we're like, okay, we want to do it on moving. What's every single step in that process that we want to talk about? Mm -hmm. So it's all the way from, you know, the beginning pre-planning of the move to decluttering to planning during to, you know, setting up your home and unpacking. So we really broke down our process. So I guess if you have like a process that you do, I would suggest looking at that and being like, okay, what's the process from A to B mm-hmm. or A to C or A to Z? More like, And a summit, by the way, doesn't have to be three days. It could be one day, it could be two days, it could be three days. But I, what we've learned in our program that three days is, is about how long. It shouldn't be any longer than three days. Yeah. You want to pick a timeline that works for you and then, and then, you know, fill your speakers accordingly. Most of the people that are in our program are doing it three days. We're doing it three days. I know some people are doing it like five days. They are doing a longer summit. Mm -hmm. But I think if it's your first time, I feel like three days is perfect. Yeah. Because it's a lot of speakers Mm -hmm. for the three days. Yeah. And I say when you're looking for speakers, just look at your process and then fill in what, you know, what speaker you want to speak on each of those steps in your process. And then Mm -hmm. I wouldn't put like, oh, I have to have this many speakers. I think it just kind of works out. I feel the same. Yeah. It's more like it it is, it's just a process. So for us, we felt like we had three parts. Mm -hmm. We had pre-move, we had middle move, like planning, and and then we had post move topics. Mm -hmm. And so we broke it up and we found speakers to cover specific areas within those three subject matters Mm -hmm. from from start to middle to end. And Mm -hmm. we found speakers to fit in those those places. Yeah. And then it's all about just, I mean, the first step is deciding those things, then it's just reaching out to them. And then also deciding, okay, when is your summit going to launch? So you know you have enough time. I feel like we're one of those people that work best almost under pressure. Yeah, we hate to say it, but it's true. Yeah, because (laughs) I don't know. It's like, you know, we've been knowing that we're going to do a summit, but it didn't really feel right. And we were talking about this a while back in our podcast. We were like trying to decide what we want to do. We were going to do the Millionaire Move Summit and then it didn't really work out. But now, like we're so excited about this summit and everything just seems to like be falling into place. Yeah. And so in our program, it's, it's designed to, to take 90 days. Like it's mm-hmm. 90 days to, from beginning to end to when your summit finally is up and running. And we're doing it in about five weeks, I guess. Five weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it took us a while though to figure out what. So I feel like we've been working on it for a while. And like, again, we had to decide all those things, the date, the name, and then also line up the speakers that we wanted to eventually reach out to. And so I think that took almost as long as like the entire putting together the entire summit as far as like doing interviews, building the funnel and everything like that. So I think it was just making sure that everything felt perfect before we started reaching out to speakers. So we were 100% confident on what we wanted them to speak on and what the summit was about. Yeah. So So, I feel like that took like a month and a half. Yeah. Just for that. (laughs) Yeah. And I guess where we're a little bit tight on time is maybe at the end, like with photo editing and things like that. But we have just enough experience between the two of us that we can do this editing and, and get it done. And it could be some long nights. We've already realized next weekend's going to be gone. Next There's weekend before no the summit's going to be gone. Yeah, yeah. no fun of, you know, outside working because we're going to be getting things finished. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're, whatever your timeline is, and for us, like Stetson said, and I agree, we work well under pressure. 
And then we stay really, really focused and we, we get it done. We hunker down. Yeah. So I would just say pick a date of when you want your summit, you know, when you want your funnel. And we've been talking about funnels a little bit too. And it's through ClickFunnels. If you don't know what it is, you can go to our resource list in the description and look into ClickFunnels because we highly, highly recommend it. Oh gosh. I mean, so we, I'm even, literally on it every single day, yeah. out, even outside of our moving summit. You're it's, on it. Oh, I'm on it. Yeah. yeah. And so decide, give yourself a date. It's just like setting a goal. You have to put it down in writing or you're not going to stick to it. And if you set a date and you commit to that, guarantee you will do it. You will get it done. Even if you have to stay up all night to do like to finish it the night before, like (laughs) you you will will get it it done. (laughs) Yeah. And so set that date and then just start working your way back. I mean like, okay, what do I need to accomplish? You know, Mm -hmm. in this time frame, when should I start reaching out to speakers and everything like that? So we started reaching out to speakers a couple weeks back that we mentioned. And now we're just when we're recording this podcast, we're doing all the interviews right now. Mm-hmm. And then when you're hearing this in two days, it's going to go live. Yeah. So we will have done all the work mm-hmm. and gotten all the recordings in. But yeah. And, and staying on top of your speakers too is really important. So when you first reach out to them, make sure you, and I, I shouldn't say stay on top of them, but engage with them. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just reach out to them and then not let them hear from you again. It's important to... they to just keep engaging with them and let them know you've got more information coming. And so that was all part of our planning too. We planned some emails ahead of time. And as soon as the first email went out, then we followed up right away. You you definitely have to stay organized too. So I mean, I think we've mentioned it before, but if you don't really know exactly what a summit is, it's an online, basically virtual event. And we did the Organizers Rise Summit, I guess you could say. Yeah, it was, I would say that was a summit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was a, was a live event. event mm-hmm. And ours is actually pre-recorded. And they actually, our coaching program recommends you do it pre-recorded because it's very, very hard to bring together 25 speakers in three days and have them you know, lined up back to back to back. Something's bound to go wrong if you're doing it live, just Zoom after Zoom. So, mm-hmm. so we're pre-recording all of the interviews. So our website and our funnel, when you will be able to actually register and sign up for the free summit, is going to launch October 28th. But the interviews and the event actually won't start until November 11th through the 13th. So if you have the free pass, you'll have to wait until November 11th. So that's something to note that you're getting all of this work done before, all of this work done ahead of time. And then once your funnel is launched and live on October 28th, you can kind of step back a little bit, <laughs> but then it's all about engaging with the Facebook group. We're putting together a Facebook group so people can yeah. interact. I think that's really fun because we're all about community with Instagram and our, and our work in general. So I feel yes. like... Yeah. And we feel like we have a wonderful community that we're building and we're going to, we're building a bigger community now. Yeah. So for people that are moving, wanting to organize our home, you know, style their home, we're putting together that Facebook group so everyone can interact and talk. So that wasn't actually like a necessary thing, but we felt like it would be, we felt like it would add value and just be fun and actually feel like an event, right? Because we can't hold big events right now. We can't really do stuff in person. Mm-hmm. So at least you can interact and, and engage with everyone since it's not like an actual quote unquote live yeah. event. So we're, we're using the technology that we have right now mm-hmm. and we're making it wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's super fun. And I think it's such a great way to grow your business. So once, once our summit launches, you know, we're going to have all of these amazing partners, all of our other speakers that are coming on and giving so much value to the summit and they're going to help us promote it. Right. And then, so it turns into like a really fun, big community event. And I think we can reach a lot of people with it and hopefully 
change the way people move. <laughs> Help a lot of people because we were, realize in this industry that it, it is moving is not fun. For, and for a lot of people, it's like the most stressful time in their life. Oh, yeah. I Googled it. I, I did an Instagram post and I Googled it. And I was like, what are actually the statistics? They say moving is more stressful than getting a divorce. Oh, my gosh. Really? Well, we see it all the time. We do see it. And I have also remember reading somewhere that the average person moves 11 times uh -huh. in their life. Yeah. So crazy. So it's like... Yeah, we've been doing like we've been helping people move for like four and a half years. And like every single time, we're like, why didn't you? You know, they tell us their stories before they had us help them. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, that sounds like a nightmare. Like we've walked into situations where we're like, what moving company did you hire? And I think And what were they thinking? Yeah. And people think, you know, got a moving company, I'm good. But there's so many other steps. Yeah. And, and so, knowing those steps ahead of time. It exactly. Just, it just makes things run more smoothly. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're trying to. To, uh, well, that's what we across. will do. Yeah. yeah. So we broke down our process of what we help people with and we're having speakers speak on every single step in that process. Yeah. That's what we've done in this summit. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So if you're thinking about building a summit, highly recommend. Reach out to us for questions because we're so obsessed with it. And yeah, we hope you join us in our moving summit, October 28th. You'll see it. Follow us on Instagram at everything.envy yeah. and you'll see where you can sign up for that and everything like that. Yeah. And join us. And then you can kind of see like what does it take? You know, what are the steps? Like mm -hmm. we've learned in our program too, they call it funnel hack, but like look at someone that's successful. Not saying we're like all that or anything, but <laughs> look at, you know, look at someone where you're like, okay, how did they do this? And kind of study that. Like the same way as like you'd study a book of a successful person or like read a podcast or like how read a podcast, listen, listen to, to a podcast. podcast. Like how did they do that and make notes so you can, you can duplicate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. duplicate it and just make it your own and be like, okay, I like how they did that. I didn't like how they did that. Or like, how the heck do they do that? You should definitely reach out to us if you have questions about it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a free event. And then we also have the all access pass, which I think is huge to note, especially if you're thinking about doing one, because it is so much work yeah. to do a summit. Yeah. But it is a free event. And then you can purchase the all access pass, which will give our audience access to all of the interviews. And there's a couple other bonuses in there, like moving videos, a workbook, the audio version of all the interviews. And then we're having our speakers throw in a bunch of other awesome bonuses. And I think that's huge because if someone's moving later, they yeah. might want to rewatch the videos later. Yeah. Like they're hearing about it now, but they're not moving for another three to six months. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or so even next year. Some people are putting off their moves for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's all about adding value. So we're giving our, our audience so, so much value for free. And then if they do decide to purchase all access pass, they can then decide they to do that. The and then they have it there for forever. forever. Yeah. And they can rewatch. Yeah. So if you're interested Kinda in cool. it, yeah, definitely reach out to us and ask us. I mean, there's so many other obviously nitty gritty things that go into it, building a funnel and that, everything that like that. That is a topic all by itself, huh? just building a funnel. Yeah. And I think <laughs> if you're interested in like, because we keep using the word funnel, definitely go to ClickFunnels. I think they have like a video or something I think they where do, it kind yeah. of breaks Probably down the process. Yeah. Where you yeah. can watch and see and they, and they explain it much better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's a really awesome tool that we love. Oh, yeah. And again, it's how we do all of our online programs, how we're obviously doing the summit. And we're going to be using it more and more and more as we continue to go on. It's how I made um, our link. I guess you could call it a link tree because people know that term on Instagram because mm -hmm. you can only have one link. It's how I made our link. And oh, I was able else. to customize it and everything yeah. like that. So there's no real limit to what you can do. Yeah. Yeah. 
right. There's so many ways you can do it. People use it for their landing page instead of a website, or if they have resource page or something, they can use it there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, we're very excited about it. We are. And yes, if you want to learn more, check out the description of this podcast and you'll see it in our resources. Yeah. Or send us an email, send us a DM because we love talking about this stuff and we really want to get this knowledge out to people Mm because it's definitely changed the course of our business and we're looking at it more and more as we like continue to go through and the quote-unquote rebrand process, even though we've been in that process for like the last couple of months, our <laughs> website still isn't live. We just talked to someone the other day or yesterday, yes. a client in Aspen, they're like wanting us to help them move next year. And she's like, I can't find your website. We're like, mm-hmm, sorry, <laughs> it's ready. Yeah, our website's ready. We just have to do the copy. And like with our summit, we're so focused on that. Yeah, it's we on might... our shoulders right now, but it might have to wait for another couple of weeks before we can actually get to it. <laughs> Yeah, but it's almost there. It's, it's almost pretty done. too. It's beautiful. We love it. But yeah, yeah. priorities. But priorities. it'll happen. It'll Just happen. One step at a time. Yeah. <laughs> so what else have we been doing, Stets? So we, or I, or we, both watched The Social Dilemma oh on Netflix, my gosh. the documentary. Me, yeah, Stetson told me I got to watch it. And my husband, Mike, and I watched it. It and, was crazy. Oh my gosh. It, if you don't know what it is, you should definitely watch it for one. And I think it's interesting, especially they were talking about the summit and like we do so much on social media, especially Instagram. Like we're doing this online summit, like trying to, you know, grab people's attention to join us in this online event. And And this is what we're doing. And oh my God. Oh yeah. And it's what we're like going to be doing more and more of. And then The Social Dilemma is a documentary on Netflix all about like social media basically and like what it's doing to our lives. And they feature some pretty interesting speakers who have worked at these big companies. Yeah, like Google, Uber, Uber, Instagram, maybe Instagram, or Facebook, Facebook yeah. and like yeah. Snapchat, like Pinterest. Oh yeah, yeah, all these different all people, these big pl- social media platforms, and they don't work for them anymore. No, like the, and they were like these big people in these big positions, like very very high up in the company, and they left because of. what social media is doing to people like they talk about it like it's kind of like a drug which it's so interesting because it so is and they have they have uh like the fictitious family in there so you can kind of they they make it a little bit more real and just the reactions with the kids i mean if you haven't watched it you'll have to watch it but like there's one scene where the mother puts a phone into one of those combination lock boxes Mm -hmm. that you can't get in there yeah and she says you can get into this and it was only what, like in a couple of hours, like after dinner. No, it was like 30 minutes. I mean, I was like, that's a little maybe over-exaggerated, but it's not really if, if you're younger too. Yeah. And I mean, just looking at our table, like we have our computer, our phone, our business phone and your phone, like we have so many phones. <laughs> I mean, it's really like an extension of us too, It is. but it's really like they dive into like how social media is like all these social media apps are competing for your time. They're competing for your attention so that way you live in their app instead of the real world, which is just like the Twilight Zone. Like, no. And did you ever listen to the book Ready Player One? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. I listened to it on audio. I read it also, but I I listened Mm -hmm. to it. I listened to the audio on Audible. Yeah, it's such a good story. But that book, if you haven't read that book, it's about a world called the Oasis and everybody works and and exists within this online world yeah they don't actually go go to real work like they work in this virtual world they put on goggles happy gloves and they sit there and they do work Mm -hmm. they might work in a bank they might be a teacher at at a university 
and they never leave their couch. How terrifying. But that's like so terrifying. But that's kind of like where it's going almost. So it talks like, I I was getting my nails done and my nail artist told me about it. And she's like, let me know what you think because she has her business on Instagram. So do we. And she's like, I don't know what to think about it because yeah. I don't want to be on it, but I know I need to be on it. It's like my a love business. hate relationship for a lot of people. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think it was interesting, like when our business got hacked, right, on Instagram. Yeah, it felt and, like our business got hacked. Right, and we're like, what do we do? You know, all this stuff. But it was like our house got broken into and robbed. I mean, that mm-hmm. was the same feeling. But it's this virtual platform, and yeah, it was just. Well, great. And like we, I think we mentioned this. But we're like, yeah, we put so many hours of our life into this online app where we build up this following. And how and many put, hours and hours have we put for free to of our it. life yeah. that we're not living in the real world right. to maintain it, right? Yeah. So it really talks about that and just like how addictive it is because I was like, am I spoiling it? Not really because it's so interesting. You just have to watch it. Doesn't it doesn't spoil it, I don't think. Yeah. No. And I think no. how it's like humans are now, if we're sitting in a quiet room, we have to do something. Like mm-hmm. we can't just sit. That's, you know, I've been paying attention to this now since I watched that. Me too. And I'm the same. And it's, I'll be sitting you start there. feeling like, yeah. like, what do I do? And why do I have my phone sitting next to me when I'm sitting down to watch a movie at night? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why is it even there? Or it's like uh, when I was sitting at a doctor's appointment and I, and I was right after I'd watched it. So, and I had to wait like 30 minutes to get in. So I was sitting there, there was like four other people around me. All of them were on their phone. Just, and I didn't, I was like, I'm just going to sit. I didn't go on my phone. Good for you. I yeah. just sat and I was just like looking at everyone like, wow, I everyone see. lives in these virtual things, but it's so true. Everyone and I lives see in their people phone. at the gym sometimes every now and then. Mm-hmm. Like I saw a gal last week. I've seen her in there three times. And I was explaining this to Stetson. She comes into the gym. She sits at a machine. She scrolls through her phone. Five minutes later, she does maybe one mm-hmm. round of reps, you know, mm-hmm. and then another five minutes on the phone. So she does maybe two reps. I mean, two you know what I mean? Two rounds of whatever exercise she's going to do, 10 reps each. And then she's done. And she sat there at that machine for 20 minutes. Right. And you're there for an hour. Minutes worth, worth of workout. Yeah. But it's, but it's addictive. That yeah. Way. And you don't notice it until someone points it out to you like that documentary. And you don't realize it. No. You just spend like I just 15 got a notification minutes on my watch. What is it? <laughs> it was my real estate agent. Nothing. She oh. said, still nothing. <laughs> See, I'm like sucked in. But yeah, I think it's interesting. And then also like political too. Like how interesting that is yeah. of how and like how with, we see what people of, it's want talking us to about see. the algorithm, right? Yeah. And I think that's interesting because I'm like super into like Instagram stuff, and like I help people grow their Instagram online, which I'm kind of like laughing now because I'm like it's a love hate relationship with social media. <laughs> but the algorithms that nobody really understands, and the algorithms are created by computers, uh, just hundreds of thousands of computers yeah. in huge warehouses somewhere. I don't even know. In multiple places, most mm-hmm. likely, right. and they generate these little avatars. Oh yeah, and, of, of and us and, and our habits, what we tend to look at a little longer. What we right. So it's like when you're scrolling through Facebook, it's they showed a part where it's like literally timing you on what you what you what stop you on. So it's at. like, okay, yeah. two milliseconds, three, four, and then it like stops. Okay. Da, 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 da. That was 30 seconds. Okay. You're probably more interested into that. So it's like timing you constantly, or it's like, what are you going to click on? You know, what photos do you like? What things on Facebook do you like? What are you Googling? So like, you know, <laughs> de- depending on who you like, you know, we're almost getting to the election, depending on who you like, if you like Trump, or you like Biden, 
it's going to show you, you know, positive things about Trump. Go, I love Trump. He's awesome. And the negative things about Biden, because that's what the algorithm Mm-hmm. or vice versa knows that you want to see and vice versa and you yeah. love biden it's going to show you all the terrible negative things about trump mm-hmm. so then you have these two people one loves biden one loves trump and they're pissed off at each other because they're like how do you not see how terrible they said this they said this it's because because they didn't phone, see that your google yeah. is not showing you that right. and i think that's so interesting yeah like how, how these computers are dictating what we see mm-hmm. according to what our interests are. Or- yeah. So I was like, and, and they're even talking about Google too. Yeah, you know, Google. we think Google's like, oh, I'm going to Google and I'm going to get the right answer. But no, it's the same thing. It's the algorithm of, okay, obviously you have the ads that people pay for to get to the top. But then after that, it's going to show you it's what you want to see. So if you Google something like yeah. They showed a part when if you Google a sentence, everyone's finishing sentences, like it has a recommended of what you think you're going to search, are different. Oh. Like if I Google... Like if you and I Googled the same thing, right? our ending sentences would be different. Yeah. Oh. Based on our interest. Based wow. on our interests. Isn't that so weird? My husband says he clears out his cookies. He'll clear out his history periodically on his phone and his computer. I didn't even know he was doing that. But he says, yeah, the problem with doing that is then you have to log back into all mm-hmm. the apps and everything that you're using. But he said he just feels like after seeing some of these things and reading some of these things that he just feels like there's, he's got to clear out that history. You can. <laughs> you can clear it out on Google, but you can't clear it out on Facebook. You can't clear it out on Instagram. Like you can't clear it out on. You can never completely clear it out. Mm-mm. And so, which brings me to my sister is probably going to delete her Facebook after watching that. Because she's like, I don't want to be, I was like, why don't you just delete the app? She's like, no, I don't want to be tempted to like re-download it. So for me, I'm like, shoot, you know, obviously I think you just have to decide. And I think it's just good to be aware of it is all. So I definitely recommend watching it and just like know where your place is, I guess. Because obviously we're not going to delete our Instagram. I'm not going to delete my Facebook because we have all of our groups on there. You know, we're doing we're our summit group. Yeah, we have our two comic club X group, our rise group. And then I personally don't really post anything on Facebook, like personally. And then obviously Instagram is a huge part. So I'm obviously on there a lot for our business, but I'm not on there as much on my personal stuff. But I think it's just good to be aware of, okay, you know, what am I going on? How long am I spending my time on it? What... YouTube videos am I getting sucked into watching for an hour and then an hour of my day is gone. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Is that we don't realize how fast time goes when we're doing these things. When we're watching, mm-hmm. binge watching or listening to something or you know, whatever it is. Now, we're not talking about like an audiobook or something like that. Because if you're listening to an audiobook and you're walking around, you're still probably doing things. You're probably yeah. cleaning or oh, gardening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or this podcast. Your you're still able to do stuff. Yeah. Right. So we're not bashing podcasts. <laughs> no, no. But, no it's, but, it's, but it's just the, yeah, it's the interact. It's, it's what, what you're wasting your time on because it mm-hmm. really is a waste of time sometimes. Yeah. And when people say like, I don't have, you know, time to do this. I don't have time to do this. Like, look at how much time you're spending on your phone. Right? And there's those counters on the phones now, right? Where you could actually yeah, tell I think you how you much can, time you spend on whatever platform. Yeah. You can break yeah. up your time. Like I think for my work, in, our work Instagram, it's like 50 minutes a day or something mm-hmm. where I'm like, you know, I feel like that's pretty good because we're interacting with our speakers. I post, we do stories, you know, we engage with the audience, but I, I think it's just good to be aware of like how much time and you'll, you'll realize it after you watch that thing and, and you'll you know, be like, oh my God, my phone, like, yeah. and you'll realize how much you just 
automatically reach for subconsciously it? reach for it yeah. open up an app and just start scrolling or like you know subconsciously like oh what time is it da, 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 da. yeah the old habits of somebody looking at their watch constantly mm-hmm. like you know i'm old enough to remember oh, people me. wore yeah. watches just, what time is it what time yeah. is it what time is it yeah and then you start to say what's wrong with that guy you know or you yeah. just kind of know that person must be late for an appointment in a hurry short of time whatever because they're looking at their mm-hmm. watch and it's unconsciously happening it's like a nervous twitch mm-hmm. i'm looking at my watch but we have that same nervous twitch i know so we're like where do we fit in I know no, because we're trying we to be love, ethical about this. I know we're trying to be ethical. And it's like, if we run Facebook ads, you know, for events that we're doing in the future, like, what does that make us? We're still like, we're part we of the problem. To the problem? I know. Yeah. So it's like this love hate relationship. But again, I think the bottom line is be aware of how much time you're wasting and spending on these things. Yeah. If it's work and if, and if you're like, okay, you know what? I'm done with work for the day. I just want to relax. And I know consciously that I'm going to watch these couple YouTubers that I like to watch, Mm -hmm. but don't get sucked into, oh, here's another video, another video. And then three hours later, you're like, my day's over. (laughs) You know? So I think it's just good to be aware. Yeah. I think that's the bottom line because I can't, you know, I'm just not going to be able to be one of those people that delete their all their social and media I things. I am guilty of it too. I mean, I'm just sitting there like, oh my gosh, I just spent 45 minutes scrolling through nothing on Facebook. Right. And you're like, what is this doing? But it's so crazy that it's only going to get worse. And, and so trying to be aware now just because be aware. it's only going to get I think that's worse. what it comes down to. It's yeah. just being aware yeah. and then knowing, yeah, how much time you're spending on it. So definitely watch it and send us a DM on Instagram. Tell us what you think. And tell us what you think <laughs> because we're so interested Because we want to know what people think. We want to know what you think too. Yeah. Like this is, yeah. Just, yeah. Like someone didn't, D, one of our speakers like didn't DM us like on Instagram for a couple of days. And I'm like, I wonder if they watch the social dilemma and they like don't want to be on Instagram. I don't know. I always think about I it. I saw somebody that said she was going to be removing her Facebook account. I thought the same thing. Yeah. I wonder if she watched it. Yeah. Like my sister, yeah. she said she wants to delete it. And the only reason she hasn't is because like there's so many uh, photos and stuff like albums that she oh, has she on there from that past off. photos because yeah. like her computer got stolen a while ago. So she doesn't have any of those photos. So it's nice to, she wants to download all those. Mm-hmm. But That'll take some time. So probably hundreds of photos. Oh yeah. So I'm like, it wants to suck you back in. See? And also notifications and everything. I mean, it goes on. Definitely watch it and reach out to us too. If you have any questions about it and also our summit, cause we're so excited to talk about that. But yeah, I guess we'll go ahead and end it. Thanks for listening. Definitely make sure you check out our moving summit on October 28th in a couple days. Follow us on Instagram to see all the updates because we're super excited about it. Thanks for listening to the One Crazy Journey podcast where we have a brand new episode every Monday. Like what you hear? Then subscribe so you never miss a show. And while you're at it, why not hop over to our Instagram at everything.nb and follow us there so you can keep up with our stories. And on a side note, we often make references in our episodes about the programs, books, and apps, and other tools that we love. If you would like to know what these tools are, then take a look at the show notes for this episode and find the link to our free resource guide. Well, that's it for today. So you can listen to us next time on the One Crazy Journey podcast. And if you use your imagination, you can see us too.